With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Before I get to my statement over here, Ephraim Salam, I would like to bid you a pleasant evening. How are things going for you? Good. How are you? Great. Fantastic. Cannot complain. I could, but I won't. So here's my statement with Matthew Stafford. Not expected back with the Detroit Lions. Okay? I'm just going to make one simple statement. It's just one sentence. I want you to tell me if you go thumbs up, thumbs down, and we'll expand. Matthew Stafford. He has more to complain about than Deshaun Watson does. Yay or nay? Yay. Big time yay, yeah. right? Yes, of course. He's been there for 12 years. Deshaun's been in Houston for four. And we're not saying that Deshaun has nothing to complain about because, of course, he does. He just doesn't have as much. He's set to do bodily harm right now. Could you imagine if he was in Houston for eight more seasons? Oh, <laughs> Like, Detroit has been dysfunctional as well. It's not just Houston. And if you look at Bill O'Brien, like, he left a lot to be desired. But as a head coach, he looks like Vince Lombardi compared to Matt Patricia, who they just ran out of town. Patricia was brutal. And at least you're winning division crowns with Bill O'Brien over there. So, yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. Stafford has a lot more to complain about than Deshaun does. Yeah, uh, look, it's I've played in both places. And that one year, I spent five years in Houston, one year in Detroit made me think like, man, I should probably go do something else. (laughs) Okay, well, what were some of the reasons why? And then you ask yourself, why did Megatron retire early? Why did Mm. Barry Sanders retire early? Yeah. Why are guys willing to give money back to get out? Yeah. Why do they have strained relationships as all-time players with that organization, right? It just being on other teams. And I was fortunate to, you know, to play at the, at a high level playing the Super Bowl, play with, you know, great head coaches, great organizations. 
And then it just didn't feel like the NFL in Detroit. And you got to remember, that was year 12 for me. So I had 11 years of, of, of being in the league. And in year 12, I said, oh, goodness. And I felt bad for Jeff Backus, Dominic Riola, mm-hmm. Stephen Peterman. These guys who had spent their entire careers with the Detroit Lions so they didn't know what the other side of the NFL had to offer. Mm. Right? The, the best part about being a professional athlete, of course, the money, you're playing something you love, but it's the things that come with that, the perks, right? The, the, the notoriety, the, 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 the love from, from the community, all of these things. And it just, and I'm not saying people don't love the Detroit Lions in there, but they just got so used to not winning. It's just a different feel. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely a different feel. It's like the O-lineman that you mentioned. It's almost like growing up in a dysfunctional home. If you're a little kid, you don't know anything else. Like, that's what you grew up with. Abnormal might be your norm, you know, but... If that same kid goes from a dysfunctional household to a functional one, it's going to be like, oh, gosh, like this is way different. So if some of those old linemen you mentioned that were spending years upon years in Detroit, if they go somewhere else, it would stand out even more crazy. Yeah, it, it and, and I, I really felt bad because I would tell stories and all that, and they were really just looking at me like, what? Like, for real? Like, I was telling them when I played in Denver, <laughs> like, you didn't – I didn't have to – Pay for anything. Ever. A meal or anything. Right? Like those type of perks that come with wherever you're playing. The fact that, um, you know, you can. My mother's birthday was, you know, uh, a Sunday. So after the game, I called my favorite restaurant, which was closed on Sundays. And the chef came out and opened the restaurant for me, my mother, and my wife. And made us a five-course meal for nothing right like that type of that it's not gonna happen in Detroit that's not happening in Detroit it's not no it's not and I feel bad for Stafford like 12 years is a long time to be in that organization I think Jeff Backus was there for like 14 15 years or something like that like I felt like Lomas Brown who was there a long time before that sure yeah I just look at the Lions they never want a playoff game with Stafford there in 12 years and some of that is on Stafford there's no doubt but I think way more has to do with the lack of a quality roster around the guy like to make it to be more about Stafford than the roster is crazy to me Stafford is one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL he's an above average quarterback you can win with Matthew Stafford I don't think anybody has more fourth quarter comebacks than than Matthew since he's been in the league because for whatever reason, Detroit will put them in these horrible themselves in these horrible situations where it took some miraculous thing from him to drive the team down the yeah. field with with seconds left on the clock. So he got really good at it. He got really good at it. So just imagine if you can put him with a, you know a, a superior head coach, mm-hmm. uh, pieces around, a good defense, oh. stability. No, you know, not dysfunction. 
since we're talking about him, where would you say he, you know, where would, I have a few teams in mind that I think. I like, there's a couple of teams that I like. One is San Francisco would be tremendous for him. Him with Kyle Shanahan? Yes. Oh. That would be great for him. In terms of weapons around him, I like Denver. Denver's got a lot to work with offensively, and you've got Vic Fangio dialing up the defense. Now, this is a hot take, Ephraim. I don't expect this to happen, but I would do it. It's not to be shock rock, uh, shock jock radio guy here, but if I'm the Cowboys, I let Dak walk. I trade for Matthew Stafford. If you look at Stafford, what's left on his deal, he's got $43 million remaining on a team-friendly deal over the next two years. Like Dak, when he signs his monster extension, he's going to make in the neighborhood of that in one year. Like, there is no way Dak Prescott is twice as good as Matthew Stafford. I, I agree with that. He, he's not twice as good as, as, as Matthew Stafford. The team that, that sticks out to me is New England. Mm. Okay. You put Matthew Stafford in New England around coaching, culture, right? Tie him into the Patriot way. And I think they get back especially in a division that's on the rise with, you know, we'll see what the Jets decide that they want to do, but Buffalo and Miami, the strides that both of these teams have taken. Yeah. I I mean, if you're New England, why not? Man, as as far as coaching stability and organizational stability, you just got to get them some wide receiver stability, though, you know? Yeah, but, you know, they got picked. (laughs) Like, they can get them help. Yeah. But in terms of being – how many coaches and offensive coordinators has Matthew Stafford had in his in his career? Too many. Right? I'm yeah. going. I'm going to. I'm going to task our resident oh, producer man. extraordinary Lee Robert Delap the fourth into finding that out. Think about Jim Caldwell and Matt Patricia, and the list goes on and well, on. Yeah, Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz drafted him. Yep. I was there. That his Matthew's first year. I know Matthew. And so, look, having weapons, what what do we got, Lee? Join us. All right, you guys. We're starting with Scott Linehan in his first year in 2009. Right. That's what Jim Schwartz is the head coach. Yep. And then we go to Joe Lombardi. Yep. Then we got Jim Bob Cooter. Ooh. Oh, man. I forgot Jim about Bob Jim Cooter. Bob Cooter. And now we have Daryl Bevel. So, the, only – Those uh, are all OCs. That's four offense. No, not only – how many offensive coordinators has Tom Brady had in, in 20 years? Right? Right. Think, think about this. Right? Like, it's hard. Every couple years, if you're changing over your offense, no matter what type of talent you have, there are going to be complications. And I'm, with just that stability in itself, that's why... I'm so glad that Josh Allen keeps his guy. Right? The the strides we've seen Josh Allen take in one year, just this year. Sure. Has been tremendous. And a lot of that is attributed to um our boy Diggs. Uh, yes. Right? And he yeah, he's hot. He's hot. Everybody wants him. But I was like, oh, if I was if I if I was Josh Allen, I would go to him and be like, hey, bro, can you just give me two more years? If you give me two more years, 
I'll, if, if they're not paying you enough, I'll chip you something on the side. <laughs> because if he stays with Josh Allen for two more years, oh, goodness gracious. And then I think he'll be ready to be a head coach. So many times, offensive and defensive coordinators rush to be head coaches, and they're not quite ready yet. Yeah. And, well, and we see that so much. And what you do is you get into a situation where you mess your opportunity up. Now you got to kind of start over. Right. And Stafford, he's expected to fetch at least a first round pick. So, and when you, we'll get to Deshaun Watson a little bit later in the show where apparently he's got his wish list out. And there are two AFC East teams at the top of that list. Pretty interesting. So it could be Stafford on the move. Looks like that's going to be the case. Maybe Deshaun on the move. Maybe Wentz on the move. So this could be a really interesting well, offseason. We, we know for movement. a fact that, that Stafford is going to be on the move. He's moving. Yeah, he's sure. moving. That's It's not even a speculation. Whatever they have to do. Um, when both sides agree, like they haven't agreed yet in Houston, <laughs> but when both sides agree, you got to go. Yeah. Houston and James Harden agreed that it was time to part ways. Right, I'm so, glad you brought up the beard because I want to compare Deshaun to the beard. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, conversation about that. So we'll do that coming up. Hey, we're coming to you from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch and you could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone for the next few minutes? Look at pictures of food with your friends, right? You going to do that again? No. Call 1-888-FARMERS for a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. All right, big man, coming up, we'll get to uh, Deshaun Watson, his wish list, and a beard comparison. How does Deshaun Watson compare to the beard? We will tell you next. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, what's up with people not being able to drive in L.A. in the rain? Because <laughs> oh, it doesn't rain, man. It never what? rains in Southern California. But it does. It's it does. raining it really right does. now. It does. Yeah, and people are a disaster driving in the rain there. I've yeah, never it's... I've lived all over the place. I've never been in another area where it's as bad as well, LA those seventeen in the rain. those seventeen times a year it rains. You know, it, it throws people <laughs> off. Throws them off, man. It's yeah, it's crazy over there. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call eight 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 farmers to switch and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance okay so deshaun watson texans quarterback for now subject to change possibly we've got reports of his list right his wish list of teams he would like to be traded to yes james harden like remember the james harden list when he wanted out of houston and it was starting to he's starting to add more teams and more teams. Like, okay, all right, if it's not Philly, how about Portland too? We'll throw them on the list. So Deshaun Watson is getting his list out. Top choice, reportedly, for Deshaun Watson, the Jets. Number two choice for Deshaun, the Dolphins. So he's pinpointing a couple of AFC East teams and likes both of the head coaches over there. He mentioned Robert Sala and you know, likes Brian Flores. What's not to like about Flores? I mean, come on. He's turning the fins around there. Uh, crazy that Jacksonville was not added on this list with Deshaun. Re- weird that he doesn't want to go to Jacksonville oh, and actually I, be in a worse spot than he is right now. I feel it, and I understand that. And if the Jets have heard this, I'm on the phone. I'm, I haven't been off the phone yet. Right? I haven't been off the phone yet. We'll send you Sam Darnold and the second pick in the draft. If that's all that would do it, then yes, absolutely. I'd love that for Gang Green. I've heard as much as, like, they've got four first-round picks for Deshaun. It's like, um, I would hope to get a better deal than that. Whatever it is, you have to take it if you're something, if you're, if you're a team like the Jets or something like that. Like, there's, you can't mess around. <laughs> now, four first-rounders, though? I'm just, saying, I'm, I'm just saying get a better deal than that. Are we talking two first-rounders and a couple of, you know, like a second and a third or something, something better than just four first-rounders for the Jets? Deshaun Watson, wherever he lands, is going to be a top-tier quarterback for the next 10 years. So if you have pieces, right, if you're confident that you can build your team through free agency, Right and and you're not building your team through the draft, then you gotta pull the trigger because you can't miss out on an opportunity to solve a problem that's been plaguing you since Joe Namath. Right, like at some point you gotta get it right, and you keep guessing. That's what the draft is. It's a guessing game. Sometimes you it's guess funny right, too. sometimes yeah, you guess wrong. Been a long, it's been slim pickings for the Jets for a long time. Ask the Bill, ask the, uh, excuse me, the Browns yes. about that guessing game. 
well, and how that can true. wear that can just wear on you. But it's funny too because I haven't run into a Jets fan that says something critical of Chad Pennington, who was okay. He, he was, was all just right average. with the Jets. <laughs> They're just like, oh, Chad was really, really good, and it's like, no, he was just better than the hacks you've had. There's a difference. And even they had Brett Favre when Brett Favre didn't want to be there, right? So he didn't. He wasn't Brett Favre there. That next year, he was Brett Favre in Minnesota. Yeah, but he definitely wasn't Brett Favre at, 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 at the Jets. Nah, they got off to a good start. They were eight and three, and then nosedive. The wheels fell off. Yeah, because that's not yeah. him. That's not Brett Favre. He that he, you take him from Green Bay and move him to New York, and he didn't want to go to New York. Right. <laughs> what a crazy scenario. That, that was, was nuts. That yeah. was nuts. No, we're not going to send you to where you want to go. We're not going to send you in the division. Going to send you to the place you would never go. Now, I want to play something for you because Jay Glazer was a guest with Colin Cowherd this week. Mm-hmm. I saw. And he mentioned Jacksonville specifically. So check this out from the herd. Oops. One second here. Don't mind me. I was getting some boys to, boys to men music ready for. Okay. Uh, you got a date tonight? No, no, no. Oh, no, oh sorry. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that. I apologize. Yeah, Jumped something there with uh, Lee Robert DeLapp, the fourth's Green Bay Packers oh. coming to the end of the road. Oh, like, okay. Uh, so my bad. I didn't wasn't plugged in right there. But now we're all squared away. Here's Jake Laser on the herd. Well, why are you only bringing up the Jets? If I'm, listen, if I'm Urban, I do it. If I'm, he's a known commodity. You, you're not sure with as much as we think Trevor Lawrence and probably will be a stud and fields and you don't know. You just don't know. There's so, been so many other busts that we've seen it, number one pick, number two pick. You know what Deshaun is. You know what it is on the field and off the field. If I'm the first pick, the second pick, the third pick, whatever it is, if I have a chance to get Deshaun Watson, I'm sending whatever I have to to get Deshaun Watson. Totally disagree. Did I not say that when did totally I say last disagree, week yes. or two weeks? I, I said, said those it, exact I disagree with you. So, I disagree with you and wait, wait, I disagree wait, with wait, Jay. Wait, hold on. I just, just want to get this clear. Okay. I know I said it first. Yeah, you said it first, and you were wrong first. Wait, Jake wait a minute, Glazer wait a minute. Second. Now, Jay Glazer and everybody be breaking these and having these hot takes when originally they're coming from me. Uh-huh. Now, I like I'm it. not I like, saying. I like you're doing the LeBron silencer, but right? But what I'm, what I'm you're, saying you're is. Your, I was wrong first. That's what the big man's saying right now. I me. was not wrong first. <laughs> and if and if you still feel that way, then you're still wrong. No, no, no. I'm still right. I'll give you reasons why. Here's the thing. With Deshaun, this is solely a Jacksonville Jaguars thing. Any other team, I would make a deal for him. If it's the Jets at number two, if it's the Dolphins at number three, I would make a move to get Deshaun Watson. If I'm specifically the Jacksonville Jaguars, no, not doing it for a few reasons. If you look at Jacksonville, look at James Harden, okay? James Harden went from the Houston Rockets to the Brooklyn Nets. He upgraded. Do you think that James Harden would have been happy going from Houston to the Pistons? No, he would have been ticked off. Do you think that Deshaun Watson is going to be happy regressing from Houston to Jacksonville? Why would he be happy? It's like, all I hear about it, he's me, a known me, commodity. Yeah, he's a known commodity who's great on the field and ticked off off of it because he's not in a situation where he can win enough. You ever been out on a date, right? You don't know someone, and you go out on a date, and you meet and you see him for the first time, you meet him, you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. This is going to be <laughs> terrible. I can't believe my friends wrote me into this. Right. Uh And then you go out 
right? What are you going to do? Oh, well, you know, I like to do this. You know, oh, I like to do that too. So let it boom. So now you're, you're at Dave and Buster's. You're having a good time. You're laughing. You're like, man, that's crazy. Man, I didn't even know you knew how to play video games. And, oh, I love video games. Boom. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to go get something to eat? Sure. Uh, what do you feel like eating? You know, I'm really in the mood for sushi. I haven't had it in a while. Oh my God. I love sushi. Really? Oh, okay. Wow. That's crazy. Boom. At the end of the night, when you're dropping set person back off, you're p- replaying the date in your head like, wow, I had a really good time. I was not expecting to have that much fun. Hmm. Okay. Maybe this is okay. Oh, really? So that's Jacksonville? Look, I've played in Jacksonville, so I know it. That's, that's a tough sell. You know what Jacksonville it's, it's is? Sell. All right, same scenario. You go out on the date. You're like, man, I can't believe my friend set me up with this girl. You go on the date. All of a sudden, she's missing teeth. She has nothing funny or interesting to say. Wow. She's got a house arrest bracelet on. Oh, oh snap. Like, she's just, it's, hor- it's worse than you thought. That's Jacksonville. All right, that's more like what Jacksonville is instead of, whoa, pleasant surprise. Jacksonville here with one playoff appearance in 13 years. There's, there's no pleasant surprises over there in but Jacksonville. she can cook. <laughs> you had me at video games. If you can, if you a gamer and you like to play video games, sign me up. Uh-huh. But that's what I mean, though. Like you may get to somewhere and think, "Oh God, here we go again," and then find out the organization is bringing you in. Right? Your last girlfriend wouldn't let you decide where to go eat. Your last girlfriend wouldn't reach out to you in terms of. Uh, you know, anything you guys want to do or moving the relationship forward. Now, this girlfriend is telling you, hey, what do you think about this? Who do you like in the draft? With this current roster, what do you think? When you played against us, what did you see as our deficiencies? Now you're sitting in there like, wait a minute. Y'all really want to know all this stuff? You mean I can really tell you what I want to eat tonight and uh-huh. it'll be okay? I'm glad you brought that up. Because That's very attractive, if even though it's not traded, that many places to eat in Jacksonville. If Jacksonville but go traded for Deshaun, he'd be like, oh, I get to select picks with like the third round afterward, right? Because we traded all of our picks to get me here. It's like Carmelo going to the Knicks initially. You're trading like the first overall pick, maybe one or two other first rounders to get Deshaun Watson. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it if I'm Jacksonville. All this stuff about, well, he's a known commodity. That's great. But Trevor Lawrence is a stud in the making. And you could sit here and say, well, we thought Jamarcus Russell was going to be a stud. He's not Jamarcus Russell. Not everybody thought that, but go ahead. Don't talk trash about Trevor Lawrence as if he's going to be no one said Jamarcus that. Russell no one said reincarnated. That. No right. one said that. But that you guy t- is going to be legit. If you put Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville yeah. with the same things you uh-huh. just listed off that would affect uh, Deshaun Watson, what do you have? You got when a young put, guy with, right. with with nothing to work with oh, okay. for years and years and years. Oh, really? Really? They have things to work with over there, Big oh, now They've they got have some things talent. Yes. You just yes, said they didn't. They've got some talent. But you they just said they didn't. No, when no, it no, came no. To I Deshaun said that Watson. they wouldn't have first-round picks to work with. That's what I said. You've got to listen over here, big man. I said, if you're yeah, trading what, for Deshaun, what, you've point? got to package a bunch of picks to get Deshaun over there. What, what's the point? Like, you want proven commodities, right? Like, this is a this is a show-me-now business, right? Like I told you, the NBA drafts on potential. The NFL drafts on, can you step across that line today? That's what first-round draft picks are for. 
And Trevor Lawrence can. That's the whole thing. I understand like, Deshaun that. Watson, on one hand, he's a fantastic quarterback. I don't sell him short. But if I look at the other hand, and I'm looking at Trevor Lawrence with my other first-round pick this year, with my first-round pick the next year, with some other asset I would have to give up to get Deshaun Watson. Oh, by the way, Deshaun's making, listen to this, Deshaun's making $111 million in guaranteed money. Trevor Lawrence on a rookie deal. He's making half the cash over the length of his contract. Look, I can argue this with you all day, and we will get back to it. But I'll tell you what, if this person was on the trading blocks, and he, if our very own Stephen... Hugh DeSager was up for trade. We give everybody up, trade including Lee, including yes. you, and yeah. everybody else for it. Mike Ditka style. Have our entire draft. Take yes. it. I saw a list of big quarterback trades in the last 50 years of the NFL. Can we just say there haven't been any? No. This big? Well, okay, maybe not Maybe not that extreme, but, I mean, people on names on the list is uh, Nick Foles, Sam Bradford, Carson Palmer, Jay Cutler trade, Matt Castle, Dante Culpepper, Drew Bledsoe oh. to Buffalo, Matt Hasselback to the Seahawks. Do we all agree this would be even if, if it happens, would be bigger than that? Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> landslide. I mean, Joe Montana wound up with the Chiefs. I assume that was with trade, but I'm not sure about that. But it's it's a pretty short list in our lifetimes, at least. Steve Young was a Hall of Famer who wound up via trade uh, finally out of Tampa Bay and I there's not a lot you know bigger than that you know yeah, and, and you know you don't do that once you have a commodity like that you, you right. do everything you can to hold on to them which brings us to the quarterback problem in Detroit because they have a new head coach a new general manager a top 10 pick in April and quarterback Matthew Stafford will move on from the Lions so writer Jason Locke and Fora tweets tonight I'm going to go out on a limb and say Terod Taylor ends up in Detroit as a bridge quarterback as they start a rebuild and draft a quarterback since he has been with Anthony Lynn with the Chargers and with Lynn in Buffalo. And guess who's the new offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions? Anthony Lynn, that's right. It is the former Buffalo assistant Anthony Lynn, the recent L.A. Charger head coach. And the Lions' new defensive coordinator is officially today Aaron Glenn from New Orleans, where head coach Dan Campbell was an assistant. A trade with Stafford would likely happen by March when Stafford is a $10 million roster bonus. He still has two years left on his contract. The Lions franchise has just one playoff victory since 1957 when it won the NFL title. In fact, I looked it up. Detroit's only hosted two playoff games since 1957. God. Like I said, it's different there. That one year I was there, I was like, wow, So this is how it is, basically. Uh, do you remember 20 years ago, wasn't it, with Matt Millen going and the, the future, the promise yeah. of the Detroit? I mean, wow. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't build your team with seven straight first-round receivers. I don't know. <laughs> I, this just doesn't seem that that works. Yeah, one of them's got to work out, right? One? Well, he got one right. He got Megatron right. Yeah. But other than yeah. that. Charles Rogers, anybody? Ooh. Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Uh, mm. NFC Championship game. Meanwhile, he was like James Harden in Houston this season. You know? Right. A little too big. A little too rich. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> a, a pulling tackle he came back to. You know, I don't think you're going to let down on the size of the waist of James Harden on any Saturday show for months. He was the incredible shrinking man. Did he not eat for three days? He looks like his normal self when he went to Brooklyn. Be surprised at what happens when you could just go out and run. Brooklyn is playing with Kevin Durant 
and Kyrie Irving and James Harden all tonight, by the way. And Harden, Harden has not taken a shot in the first quarter. A minute to go in the first quarter. They are up 31-23 against Miami. And just for the record, they're playing Miami in these half-pink uniforms, some sort of South oh Florida God, tropical... I- yeah, yeah, that's the proper response, exactly. Uh, we do at least have Kevin Durant on the court because he was out due to, quote, rest last night. Program reminder, Sunday's NFC Championship game is Tampa Bay at Green Bay. It'll be on Fox TV, 3 p.m. Eastern time. Tom Brady's in the conference championship game for now 14 times in his 19 years as a starter. News from the AFC is they've got a Kansas City hosting Buffalo matchup, the late game tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Chiefs defensive back Bashad Breeland cleared concussion protocol. He was able to practice on a limited basis this past week. Kansas City elevated wide receiver Marcus Kemp from the practice squad with Sammy Watkins questionable. The Red Sox signed free agent pitcher Garrett Richards. In college hoops, Stanford on a layup at the buzzer in overtime beat number 24 UCLA. Florida State ripped number 20 Clemson. Maryland got an easy win at number 17 Minnesota. Syracuse down 16th ranked Virginia Tech by 18. Number 11 Creighton beat 23rd ranked Connecticut. Ohio State won at Wisconsin. Oklahoma beat number nine, Kansas, 75-68. And as far as the NBA, there are seven games total tonight, including in a half an hour, the Lakers at 12-4 playing at Chicago. Also one of the late games, Utah at 11-4 will be hosting Golden State. And finally, from the golf leaderboard at Abu Dhabi this weekend, Rory McIlroy with a third round 67 to take a one-stroke lead. Back to you. No cricket, Steve? What the hell? You know what else is going on in Abu Dhabi is the United Arab Emirates. That's where Fight Island is. UFC Mm. 257. Their feature matchup is two guys that have a combined 10 losses going tonight. So make sure to buy it. Conor McGregor, of course, is the huge name, but he's only fought twice in MMA in the last four plus years. Is it me or are there a lot of people at this thing tonight? It looked like there were a lot of people in the crowd. At Fight Island? Yeah. Looks like they're, well, yeah. You're saying it's You're not right. Santa Clara County? No, it's not, but it, it looks like, it seems like there are a decent like amount a people of people in there, there now. Yeah. There's well, a few in there. It's not LA. LA is the epicenter, so. <laughs> hey, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. I'm Brian Nohizi from Salam. Okay, you are about to say something like, you know, it took me a while, but I see the logic here. Yes, Jacksonville is actually better off with Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be a stud in the NFL, and a bunch of other assets that they wouldn't have to ship off to get Deshaun Watson. Is that what you were going to say? I, I was man? not. I was not going to say that. But what I, what I will say is, it doesn't matter because Deshaun Watson has a no trade uh, no trade clause in his contract. How do how did they even get, let that happen? So even if Jacksonville wanted him. They couldn't. He didn't want to go there. He could, he wouldn't go anyway. How about yeah, that? No, no, there's there's no way he would go there. That's a that's another right. Point, so we're, we we could sit here and argue there. back and forth. So let's jump to the Jets because that's on the top of his list, and they uh-huh. do have the second pick in the draft plus other assets. They have to do this deal. They have to do this deal. So now we could just completely take Trevor Lawrence out of the equation. And I'm all ears. I am open-minded when it comes to Deshaun Watson going to another team that doesn't have a stud prospect sitting right there that they could just draft instead of having to package all these picks to get Deshaun Watson. So what, It's a different deal. Like, Jacksonville is in a different boat than the Jets are. Yes. Yes, they are. And 
if you're the Jets, what are you willing to get up, give up for Deshaun Watson? I'm asking you. I don't want to give up four first-round picks. I want to get a better deal than that. I would hope that I could no- negotiate a better deal than four first-rounders. That's just so much. You need so much help at many different spots. So would you wh- do it if they're like, no, it's four or nothing? Yes. Yes, I would. <laughs> okay. I would uh-huh. because you're going to answer the question – it doesn't matter what you use those other first-round draft picks on. You can get a cornerback one year. You can get a, a defensive end another year. You can get a linebacker. You get a DB. But you don't have a quarterback. So all of those guys are sitting there. Look at Washington. Right? Chase Young, he's a man. Does it matter? No. They don't have a quarterback. Five guys started quarterback. Right, look at uh, the the, the Bosas. Right, look look look, look in, in San Francisco before he got hurt. Right, well, when 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 the quarterback went down, it didn't matter how much pressure he was putting on quarterbacks. So what you got to do if you're the Jets and you haven't been able to do this for decades, address the quarterback position. Are you gonna flip a coin, go Justin Fields or someone else that we have no idea what they're bringing to the table? Or are you going to take a proven commodity? Do you know will win? Deshaun Watson was dragging Houston's dead corpse body for the last uh-huh. four years by himself. Including a 4-12 and record when he had his best statistical season. But go ahead. What they else? have no what offensive line. They have no running game. They traded away his best receiving option. Like, they've, they've de- decimated that team, and he's still been dragging them along. Okay, they won three division titles. Right? They didn't do that without him. They surely weren't going to do it without him. They won three division titles. Last year, they were up 24 nothing against the eventual Super Bowl champions. And what happened? The wheels fell off. <laughs> but unless you want Deshaun Watson to play DB and defensive end too, you can't put that on him. Right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It takes more than just a quarterback. Yeah, but Granted, you got to have them. You have to. The Jets have, have they them. haven't had them since Broadway Joe. I'm just saying negotiate a better deal. That's all What's I'm the saying. deal, though? What is the deal? Where are we going with the deal? What you want to do? What's the deal? Something less than four first rounders. Okay, that's three first rounders. Okay, that's better than four. <laughs> you can have all of them, dude. You can, you, you can have. Pick. That's better. You can have all of them. Because I know I don't have to try and find the quarterback oh, these next gosh. four years. No, I, I'm trying to negotiate the best deal humanly possible. That's what I'm doing. All right, coming up next, we got a lot to get to, big man. I want to get to this. Three major storylines that are flying under the radar heading into Championship Sunday. That's on the way. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, he's E from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. That's right, we're fond of the DJ Airhorn, especially coupled with Slayer. We love that. Big fan of Ephraim. We are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Okay, three major storylines here. Big man. And I think these are flying under the radar for the most part. When we look forward to Championship Sunday tomorrow, 
of course, Mahomes and the concussion protocol, that hasn't been flying under the radar. But what I do think is flying under the radar, the question, will Mahomes be a tentative runner? Think about that. You mentioned this earlier in the show. Deshaun Watson and the Texans, they had that 24-0 lead last season. Of course, remember the comeback from Mahomes. And then the next game against the Titans, he had that great run in the AFC title game for a touchdown. So he's not known to be this dynamic Lamar Jackson-type playmaker with his legs, but he makes things happen, extending plays, sometimes running the football. Will he be tentative with him getting knocked out of the previous game? I don't think so. I, I really don't. I, I don't think um, he's even looking at it like that. I think, number one, I don't think it was a concussion. I think he probably, um, like Jay said earlier on Colin's show this week, the herd, he got a little choked out, right? He got that car- car- uh, carotid nerve pinched. And that'll put you out. It doesn't take long. Mm-hmm. Um, but the foot thing, we saw him navigating uh, the toe. And I, I don't think that's going to to hamper him in terms of, you know, his mobility. He's not a big runner anyway. Right? Now, he'll get you. He'll get you some extra yards when you need it, when things break down. But he's not going to just take off and and, and rush for 100 yards. No, we know that, but he still, he picks his spots, right? When he got hurt in the game against Cleveland, that was third down. So so I'll tell you this. The most he's ever, he has, he's rushed for this year. Six uh, carries for 54 yards. Yeah, Like, that's not – if you take that away, that's not going to make him a different type of weapon. You know what I mean? Like, if you take the rushing away from Josh Allen, he's not the same. If you take it away from Deshaun Watson, they're not the same. If you take it away from uh, Lamar Jackson, he's not the same threat. No doubt, if but – If you take rushing away from Patrick Mahomes, uh, he'll be fine. He's, he's going to be okay. But you've got to look at – what did you say, 54 yards? Yeah, that's like one time, carries? though. That's right. one time. No, but you've got to look at, we're not expecting him to rush for over 100 yards because that's not what he does. No. But is one of those a third and seven play where he drops back to pass and they're in zone and he just makes something happen with his legs? Oh, he can get that, And that's though. a big first down. Like, if he's not... We saw him doing that in that game after he hurt his foot. He did that. Even though it looked like he was running with glass in his shoe, he still was able to move, get three, four, five, six yards on a scramble because so people are so concerned with what he can do down the field. DBs, linebackers, safeties, they turn their backs to him. So he's going to have that room to run. If your defensive uh, linemen aren't disciplined enough to keep that pocket, right, to keep him it contained into that pocket – your DBs and linebackers, they was they so worried about Kittle and Hill and everyone else on that 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 roster on the outside that he'll be able to get the seven, the sixth. Okay. Yeah, he'll All be right, able but, to get those. But he just got it was lights out, like lights out Sean Merriman. It was lights out for Patrick Mahomes last week. And I'm just saying, he might be willing to run 
But he's not going to be willing to run the same way. No, he'll I don't slide. He'll, he'll go. He'll yeah. slide. That's it. But that's still – that's not where he hurts you. So even if he decides, look, I'm not running at all, he could still destroy you from the pocket. Right. I'm talking By about By the way, massacre. something that's been completely overlooked, C-E-H, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he's questionable. Mm, yeah. Of course, the regular season matchup, the Chiefs ran it 46 times for 245 yards. That was a huge deal. So – the running game, we haven't even focused on the running game. It's just been Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes. But CEH being questionable, that could be a big deal. Yeah, you're right. All right, we'll circle back to this also. Are there any explanations for the unexplainable? We'll investigate. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You know, big man, it's unexplainable that Eric Bieniemy still doesn't have a head coaching job in the NFL. But are there morsels that you could point to and say, even though this doesn't make sense, could this be part of the equation, right? So let's take it piece by piece. Like Denzel said in Man on Fire, piece by piece. Have you seen, are you a Denzel fan there? Hey man, if you like movies and you're not a Denzel fan, yeah, something's then wrong. you don't like movies. What's the new one called again? Uh, the Little Things? Yeah. I'm watching that when I get home tonight. 
So it's out now? Because no, I keep no, on saying no, it's no, like no, the 26th. No. It's, it's, where, not, it's not out now. Do you know people who know other people? or what? You know I am in the entertainment business, right? I, yeah, I do know that. I am in the union. I am in the Writers Guild. And part of our responsibility in the Writers Guild are to vote. Uh-huh. Right? Vote on upcoming films. Films that may have not... I have them all at uh, my house. And right? now, I, I got a lot of DVDs, but... What I like is studios are now getting into sending digital ones, right? Or they have an app mm-hmm. where they'll load all their movies up on the app and then they'll send you the link. You download the app and then you can type in your code. Simple. And, and you watch all the all the movies there. Wow. You know what? It's like you're not even keeping receipts. It's just it's simple, right? Simple. We've gone paperless, basically. That's it. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I do uh, have a... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm privy to the. the you are. The, the, You've got yeah. the hookup. Well, you know, I, we all had choices. You know. <laughs> Tell people. By all the way, it. real fast before we yeah. get to the heart of this with Eric Vietnamy, Don Brown, our fearless leader, technical producer. Refresh my memory, Don. You've seen this movie, right? Were you not telling me about this last week? No, 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 no. I, I was telling you about Tenet. Oh, okay. Yeah, different movie. Yeah, different it's a. Movie. It's not Denzel. It's his son in, in it. Correct. Gotcha. That's right. He was a very good actor. Liked him on Ballers. Had a very good role in Ballers. Yeah, I, I like him outside of Ballers. I think he could. He gets to show his range. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, anybody can play a football player. I mean, that's, that's very. <laughs> Especially if you were a football player. I mean, he was a football player. <laughs> Remember, Denzel used to go watch him in uh, what was it? The UFL, US. What was it? Uh, what league did he play in? What, one the of, AAF or something? No, 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 no. It was before then. It was um, the USFL. The uh, not the USFL. Was way that, back when <laughs> he wasn't even born. The by UFL, that. right? Was it United Football League or something? Was it the uh, World League with the it Ryan was like, Fire or something? It was like seven people in the stands, and it was like oh, Denzel Washington <laughs> sitting up in the corner by himself watching his son play. <laughs> you know, but anyway, so. with Eric Bieniemy, if we take this piece by piece, like Denzel said, right? Let's start with this. Alex Smith, Washington football team quarterback, he was on the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast. He had this to say about Eric Bieniemy still getting passed over for a head coaching opportunity. I think it's ridiculous that he hasn't been hired yet. I know that the interview process is weird with the team that's still in it, but regardless, I I I don't see how you can excuse it. I think Eric's number one quality, and it was apparent from the first day I met him, was his leadership. Mm-hmm. Commanded respect because he gave respect. If he could have strapped him up and gone <laughs> He's through, ready he, to go. He would, he, he would, and I think that was something for me that I love so much. There's not a facet of the game on offense that he hasn't been mm. incredibly involved in. I don't see how you could be more ready. Okay. That's a high recommendation from Alex Smith. And look, Eric Bieniemy's resume is worthy of him landing a head coaching opportunity. I think it's comparable to Adam Gase. Think about when Adam Gase was over there in Denver with Peyton Manning, and Adam Gase has had a couple of head coaching opportunities with the Dolphins and the Jets. Like You could sit here and say, well, he didn't call the plays, and well, Doug Peterson didn't either, and Matt Nagy with the Bears didn't either under Andy Reid. So I think that he is certainly deserving of a head coaching opportunity, So you start with that. It's ridiculous that he hasn't landed a job, but something that Alex Smith hit on, the timing of this. Brian Dable with the Buffalo Bills, his name was circulating as a possible head coaching guy, right? He was going to land a head coaching opportunity, and no one 
that's involved still in the playoffs as a coordinator, any of those teams that are still alive, has yet to land a head coaching opportunity. So is that one of the factors where, again, it doesn't explain it fully why he doesn't have a job, but is that one of the contributing factors? Uh, I, I think it may be that way uh, a little bit, mm-hmm. but there have been plenty of uh, assistants who are going to the Super Bowls and, and deep in the playoffs who get these jobs. So we sure. can't can't put too much on I, I mean – uh, Josh McDaniels took a job and then turned it down, and they was right like, so, <laughs> right? Like he accepted a job, and, and his his team was uh, going to the or deep in the playoffs, and 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 so he took the job and gave it back, right? All while they were still playing. So I I don't want to put too much on that because obviously it's a shame. And if Eric truly wants to be a head coach, he's done all the legwork, the things you're supposed to do. Tremendously successful, can relate to players, the respect factor, having him in, in you know, in that in in the organization and the respect that comes from that locker room for for, for guys like that. Some of these guys getting these jobs, I'm like, all right, well, well good luck, right? We'll, we'll see, right? Because you know, it, it's it's bigger than. Justin is how uh, just a name or it's how are you going to relate to the locker room? Because if your team doesn't respect you, they won't play for you. Mm-hmm. And we see it time and time again, right? Detroit's in trouble. Just FYI. And Stafford's on his way out. Detroit's so. in Good trouble luck, Dan because Campbell. whatever Dan Campbell came to the debt, whatever that press conference was, that's not what you want. No, and this we get this from Eric Bieniemy. This is a press conference that you do want, where he's being asked about still not landing a head coaching job, and his focus is all on the upcoming game with the Chiefs hosting the Bills. Check this out. It's always good to be mentioned and 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 having an opportunity to pursue your dreams. And obviously, yes, I do want to be a head coach. But when it's all said and done with, my job is to make sure everything that we're doing right now is not to take away from the goals that we're trying to accomplish. The only thing that matters today, we got better. Okay, today we had an opportunity to make sure we can take care of situational football as far as short yardage, goal line and our third down situations. So now it's time for us to go back in and chop wood, watch this tape and get ready for the next day. We want to make sure that we're getting our guys ready. My own personal business, when all that's time to take care of itself, that will take care of itself. I think that's a great response by him because he could have easily made it about himself and I've been through X amount of interviews. I'm still not getting a job. I don't know what's up with that. And he was like, you know what? I'm focused on the team. I'm focused on the Chiefs. We've got an opportunity to, to get to another Super Bowl. That said a lot about him answering the question. Well, you, you, you know what? And, and when you're interviewing candidates for, for head coaching jobs, you know, they're going to be the CEO of your corporation, right? Well, yeah, you got the GM and, and all of that, but the head coach – that's the first line when it comes to to dealing with your players, and that respect level is is, is you need that. If you don't have that, you're in an uphill battle. And so, if you look at that and hear what Eric had to say, and then you listen to what Dan said in Detroit, take a listen to this. This team is going to take on the identity of this city. The city's been 
been down and it found a way to get up. All right. And so this team's going to be built on, we're going to kick you in the teeth. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. And on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before, before long, we're going to be the last one standing. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's not, it doesn't sound good. But you know what's interesting to me is what's baked into that is we think Eric Bieniemy should be getting a head coaching opportunity. And it makes Dan Campbell's statement sound even more crazy. Where I think if Eric Bieniemy got up there, let's say he landed a head coaching job, and he said the exact same things, it would not be looked at the same way. Granted, there'd be some people that raise an eyebrow like, that was a little weird. It would be a hashtag. It'd be a t-shirt. It'd be way more popular I, than t- when Dan Campbell says it. I, I'll tell you this. When listening, to the, it, when listening to that, if I'm a player in that locker room, I'm like, oh, we're in trouble. Because what he's not talking about is football. He's not talking about how to write the situation, right? He's using hyperboles and, and, and things and colorful metaphors to create this vision of toughness when it's not necessary. Like, you, I don't need you to over-dramatize how tough a team is going to be because you know how we measure toughness in the NFL, wins and losses. No doubt. No doubt. So, That's what it comes down to. So when you get up to talking about biting knees and I'm going to take the other one and, I'm gonna, and we're going to be the last one standing, that further lets me know, oh, oh, he don't get it. He, 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 he don't get it. That's not what you need. I remember Jim Schwartz took the job there, and I that met with Jim when I came in there, and he was like, "I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna change this. We're gonna. I just bought a twelve million dollar house. I'm not going nowhere." I said, "Man, you ain't. I don't, I don't know how you gonna sell that out here, <laughs> right? Because and, and not to take anything away from Jim, I love Jim. Jim's a great defensive coordinator. Has been got in over his head in Detroit, like a lot of coaches do." So what you want to do is you want to take a different approach. Like if you going into training camp, like we're going to bring heads, we're going to do this, then we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do it. We don't, we don't have a quarterback. We don't have no running back. We don't have a, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I would prefer someone sitting down there with a suit and tie on saying, Hey, look, we're going, we're going to look at this team from the top down. We're going to start at the top and we're going to go all the way down to the last man on the roster and we're going to get better from the top down, right? And that starts with the GM, starts with me, the head coach, position coaches, training staff, catering, cooks, and players. And we're going to figure out how to come together as the Detroit Lions and put our best product on that field each and every Sunday. And I'm going to work tirelessly with each department to find out what our best end is and can be. You you give me that in our in, in our introductory speech, I'm in. But when you start talking about biting kneecaps and pulling hair and poking eye, like come on, bro, you what you doing? What are you talking about? We're playing football. 
Hey, we're coming to you from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. When you switch to Farmers Insurance, you could save a bundle. All you have to do is call 1-888-FARMERS. Get a quote today. We are farmers. All right, coming up next, the resume that continues to get more and more dingbat crazy. I'm Brian No. He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. It sounds like you should be fishing to this song. You know, doesn't it sound like a fishing song to you, big man? Sure. I just picture Charles Barkley, how TNT, they do the gone fishing thing. And Charles wears the hats where he's got like bobbers and lures and all this fishing tackle on his hat. That's what I picture. Someone sitting there with that hat. Fishing. It just sounds like that to me. You don't get that? No? Yeah, I sh- yeah, I get that. I don't think you do. <laughs> I don't think you do. Are you a big fisher? Not big. Oh, I dabble. Okay. I dabble. I like to dabble, you know? So One you of my friends, I didn't know how to take this. You wouldn't what take a- Slayer out there on, on the lake with you? Oh, I've... I- I'd be totally fine with Scared that. Scared the hell out of the fish. I don't know if the fish would be cool with that, but... <laughs> One of my friends years ago, he's like, do you like to fish? I was like, yeah, every now and then I like to fish. He goes... 
you look like you like to fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't know how to take that. Which means you look like you spend a lot of time alone. <laughs> I don't know. I because just didn't. I didn't take that as a compliment. You I'm don't. Go, really no sure one goes on fishing meant. dates, so yeah. that means you look like the type of guy who'll be sitting in the boat or on a pier. <laughs> yeah, I don't alone know, man. at six thirty in the morning. Some southern girls that get down with fishing just fine, you know? It just depends. Just yeah. depends. Okay. Okay, so um, Tom Brady is talking. We're listening. Here's what Tom Brady had to say about Aaron Rodgers. Check this out. You know, he basically does everything well. So he's got great command and experience, you know, leadership. He obviously throws the ball as well as any quarterback. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of explosive players he's got. So we got a great football team. And, uh, we're going to have to go up and play, play great football to beat him. Okay, of course, Tom's going to say everything just like he did. No bulletin board uh, material, nothing like that. All complimentary, all on the up and up, saluting Aaron Rodgers. This guy does everything right, except win NFC Championship games, okay? Aaron Rodgers is one win out of four NFC Championship game appearances. He is approaching Donovan McNabb territory. Yeah, that one win came at home, right? That's right. He's at home. He's at home again. He's always said he wa- he wants it. You know, he wants it in Green Bay, and he got it in Green Bay. I'm t- I'm trying to think back to that season because they were not a division winner when they went to the Super Bowl, and they beat Philly on the road. Mm-hmm. They beat the Falcons on the road. He just diced up the Falcons and Lee Robert Delap the fourth. Who was the NFC Championship game against when the Packers made it to the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, was that the Bears? That was. That was on the road as well, right? Yeah, so they were on the road that whole time. Oh. They were the last. This is funny, right? Like, they are the last non-division winner to win the Super Bowl. And, of course, Tampa is a non-division winner. They're trying to win a Super Bowl as well. Now, look, the thing that's intriguing to me about that, all that's well and good, but Tom Brady is one game away from being the first team in NFL history to be at home for a Super Bowl. That's right. Yep. Never been done before. I think that's amazing. I do too. I'm so intrigued about that because I remember in 98 when we went to the Super Bowl and lost to Denver, the Super Bowl was in Atlanta the next year. So I was like, oh, Mm. we're going to be the first team to, to, you know, to to, to get to play at home. Yeah, we were 4-12. and It didn't didn't work it out. didn't work out in 99 for us. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. There are some teams like the Packers, right? They can never host a Super Bowl unless the NFL got even more crazy. And right. said, you know what? We tried it at MetLife. Let's go to Green Bay. What no, the hell, right? No, like, I'm not gonna do <laughs> I don't that. think that's going to happen. But Yeah, there have been some teams to get to the Super Bowl, and they're not even in the running to host one. But it is, to your point, this is Super Bowl 55. There have been many host cities where – a team is capable of getting to the Super Bowl, and they never have. So, Tom Brady, that would be another notch on the belt. Oh, that would be huge. Yeah, if he's able to if get If he's Tampa. able to pull that off, <laughs> oh, man, that will be huge. Yeah, and, of course, it's the one year where they're expected to be, like, what, 22,000 fans in the mm-hmm. stands at the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. Of course, there's a pandemic, and it changes things. But if you look at Brady and what he's accomplished this year – like, the guy is 43 years old. You just start with that, okay? And then he's going to his 14th conference championship game. That's twice as many as the next closest QB, which is Joe Montana. Joe made it to seven 
conference championship games. This is Brady's 14th. And you also look at the season he had. He was second in the league in touchdown passes. He had 40 of them, only trailed Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be the MVP. Brady was third in passing yardage, just behind Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. The dude is 43 years old. And look at the last game, Ephraim. Drew Brees was a walking medicine cabinet this year. He's younger than Tom Brady is. And somehow I mean, not Tom by, Brady not is, by much. Like, it don't make it seem like he... It's, you know, it's like a year and a half. It's, they're comparable, but for Drew Brees to have 11 broke rib, broken ribs and what a, a fascia injury and his wife was talking about a, a torn rotator cuff. The guy was breaking down from a physical standpoint and Brady, who's older at 43, is still physically getting it done and also production-wise. He's one of the league leaders in a lot of categories. It's insane to be that old and do what he's done. Yeah, I, I mean, look, he said he's going to play till he's 70. No, that's not what he said. He said 45. He's playing at a high clip. You know, let's say they do win this Super Bowl. Does he ride off on his horse? Is he John Elway? It? I don't think so. Or he comes back. He wants I, more. I think or at least play more. out the last year of 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 that two-year $50 million deal. Yeah. Right? Why not? He's having fun. They'd be even better next year. I think he gives us a Tim Duncan instead of a John Elway. Tim Duncan, he won a title at the end, could have rode off into the sunset. He was like, nah, I want to keep playing. <laughs> it didn't quite work out going forward, but that's what he wanted to do. I, I see Tom Brady doing the same thing. I don't know him personally, but he's given every indication. I want to keep playing. Yeah, I, I think he honors the contract. I think he comes back. Like I said, they're only going to be better uh, because that'll be a, a, a full year where he's actually with the team. They know him. Bruce, uh, Byron Leftwich, they all, mm-hmm. you know, time can only make it better. It's not going to make it worse. And then, you know, they can focus on, you know, they got. I believe they got all the offensive help they can, they can possibly get or need. So now they can make some moves, you know, one or two uh, defensive uh Pickups to mm-hmm. solidify that front seven, and, and 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 you know get a ball hawk down in the secondary, and then run this thing back. Yeah, let me throw something at you. Does the criticism of Tom Brady intensify the further he advances in the playoffs? Meaning, like if he loses tomorrow to Green Bay, does the criticism of that loss trump the criticism of? whatever would have, would have been thrown his way if they had lost to the Saints, right? Or or if they win tomorrow, would the criticism of losing the Super Bowl trump losing the NFC no, Championship No, I, I, I think he's playing with house money. Tom Brady? I think Tom Brady's playing with house money. You'll be surprised. Tom Brady was probably in the top three of most disliked players in the league when he was attached to New England. I myself have found myself oh. at, 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 at different times as you're pulling for Tom Brady. Like Tiger Woods fist pump pulling for Tom Brady, that type of thing? Well, like bec- Because we've had that. I always bring it back to dating because most people can relate and they've been in situations where they may have come across this in dating. Like, you ever been with that girl where, or had a friend or, or, or something like that where 
you know, maybe a girl was dating your friend and you just, you know, your friend was a mess. She was a mess. It just didn't look well. It didn't work out well. <laughs> but but then, you know, she goes off and she's dating somebody else and you're like, oh, you know, she's not so bad, right? Like, okay, I, fe- yeah. I felt like that marriage between <laughs> Belichick, Brady, the whole mystique around the cheating, it just wasn't a good look. That was a terrible relationship. Although it was successful from a fan's point of view and a competitor's point of view, it was a terrible. Now, Bill Belichick didn't make the playoffs. The Patriots sucked. And so now you get a little like, hey. uh-huh. and then Tom is still going. He's prospering. You're like, oh, yeah, that day wasn't that bad. Look, it man, bad. I understand your point. I get it. But I think that you are vastly in the minority. <laughs> no, I, I, look, I, <laughs> vastly. Now, people may not admit that. Because they want to hold on to the hate or the perception of the hate, but oh, I, t- I but I but I'll tell you, given what it is, right? Because you got to separate these two. Well, who was making the relationship toxic? Was it Belichick or was it Brady? Like, who's responsible for the hate? Belichick got his comeuppance. His yeah. Team imploded. Right? right. So now that's a little you feel at ease. Right. Well, I just think it was a time thing. It's been one thing. This is one year with Bruce Arians. Yeah. Let them be together for two decades the way Brady and Belichick were. I get were. it, but we know we're yeah. not going to get that. It's just I know, small sample I know. size. I'm, that's what I'm just saying, though. I think it was time together for that long. I think that was the main reason the, the relationship kind of deteriorated. That's the main thing with Brady Jeez. and Belichick. But, it, like, People still despise Tom Brady. They haven't let it go. You watch. If they lose to Green Bay, there will be people celebrating like it's Christmas morning. And it's like, oh, yeah, look at their path with Drew Brees gift wrapping a win and Washington sub 500. Like, hey, shouldn't have lasted this long. Like, those critics will come out of the woodwork. Uh, of man. course they will. But that's what happens when a relationship breaks up. Right? But if, if a relationship broke up on this show, we know who won't be to blame, okay? We know who'd be in the right. We know who the world would be pulling for. And that's our very own Stephen Y. DeSager. Hey, Steve. You know, the critics, Brian, would also be saying, sure, they had a five-game winning streak going into last weekend, but they beat Minnesota, Atlanta twice, Detroit, Washington. Come on now. You're, just, you're right. There's a lot of material there to, to go on. And speaking of material, as we head in toward Tampa, Florida, hosting a Super Bowl, you're right that it's never been in a home stadium of an NFL team. I believe the closest we've come are these three in Super Bowl history. The Oakland Raiders had a couple of Super Bowls in Southern California. Joe Montana had a Niners Super Bowl win in the mid-'80s at Stanford Stadium. Again, not their home stadium. And the L.A. Rams were in the Super Bowl in January 1980 against the Steelers. That was a great game. That was at the Rose Bowl. Again, not the Rams' home stadium. Stadium. Guess where the Super Bowl is next year? It's at the LA Rams' mm. new stadium, February 2022. And then Arizona is due to host after that. Obviously, New Orleans will get back into the mix down the line. Well, we know the Rams and Chargers aren't going to be in that thing. <laughs>
Chargers might be there, man. Hey, look nope. here, man. Okay. Chargers might inch closer to seven wins. Oh, Baby wow. steps over there with them. They but got a they got, they got a heck of a goal. You can't make predictions before the offseason even starts. We can't right? even talk about that. <laughs> no rules on this stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know who. I mean, the NFL has last to first constantly. That's part of the reason why we love the NFL. Right? Yeah, I've been part of going it both ways. <laughs> I'm going both ways, up and down. By the way, I saw the TV ratings from last weekend, and you know how. Everything in TV, including sports, period. The ratings are down this past year. Last weekend, that Fox game, Bucks at Saints, was only down 5%. It got over 35 million viewers on Fox, which made it the most watched TV program since the Super Bowl a year ago. Mm. 35 million viewers. And I assume more than that coming tomorrow. NFL the King. Yeah, exactly. 3 p.m. Eastern time, NFC Championship game will be on Fox TV. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Then the late game will have Buffalo at Kansas City. Chiefs defensive back Bashad Breeland cleared concussion protocol. Quarterback Matthew Stafford will move on from the Lions. NFL Network says the team has agreed to Stafford's trade request, so by March that will happen. Detroit's new offensive coordinator is Anthony Lynn, the former L.A. Charger head coach. As for the NBA tonight, the Lakers are out to a 20 7-14 lead at Chicago late in the first quarter as Chicago native Anthony Davis has 15 points already for the Lakers. Meanwhile, it's Utah up 11 on Golden State. Final seconds of the first quarter, 39-28. The Utah Jazz, after only a couple minutes, were up 14-0. Timberwolves at 3-11 so far. Our leading mid-third quarter, 79-69 over the Pelicans. It's the Pistons at 3-12. Tied with Philadelphia, 70-70 to mid-third quarter. And at Brooklyn, the Nets lead is 74-62 over Miami in the third quarter. And yes, the big three are all playing for the Nets. Kevin Durant had rested last night. But the leading scorer for them tonight is Joe Harris. 20 points, including from three-point range. Six of nine. In college basketball, 13th-ranked Virginia has taken the lead on Georgia Tech, 57-56 with under five minutes to go. Halftime, 19th-ranked Missouri leads at number six, Tennessee, 40-34. to And, guys, Duke is now 5-5 five and five this season. 3-3 three and three in conference play after losing at Louisville, 70-65. to And so, post-game, which is on Zoom these days, a student reporter asked Coach Mike Krzyzewski, what's the next step forward for the team? Doesn't seem like a bad question. Coach did not want to talk about that. This isn't quite the biting your leg like you played the Detroit Lions press conference. But the question again is just, what's the next step forward for the team? This is Coach K. What's your major at Duke? What's your hardest class? Econ. Okay. So say you just had the toughest econ test in the world. And when you walked out, somebody asked you, what's your next step? Uh, you see what I mean? Does that, you have some empathy? And Coach Mike Krzyzewski tonight. One what? Repo- one reporter tweeted that response and said, answering questions is part of his $9 million annual salary job. <laughs> that that was the, the stomper? Yeah. What's <laughs> the next step forward for the team? And then you will make quote. the kid feel bad. That's right. Right? Like, I'm like, wait a minute. Wow. Anyway, there you go. There's the update on Duke basketball, if you haven't uh, been able to follow them. Five and five, and then that. Good Mm. stuff, Steve DeSager. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something on your auto insurance. That's a guy, Coach K, that's not used to being five and five, right? Like, that's no excuse for the way that he handled that. That was terrible. 
But that's a guy who's a fish out of water with a 500 record. You're not used to that. Man, he just decimated that kid. It's like, wait, what? That was a fair question. That was also. a great question. Yeah. Yeah, he's not used to that. That's uncharted territory for him. They haven't been five and five. I'd love to know the last time they were five and five to begin a season. Because those are your dog opponents, those non conference games at the beginning of a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Padding, not used to that. padding them stats. Yeah. I just I just flashed back to Dan Marino. He lost a playoff game and he snapped at a reporter who asked a fair question. He was like, You wouldn't know, would you? You wouldn't know what it's like to lose that way, would you? Like sometimes you lose your head. You're competitive like that. It's not I'm not uh, apologizing for them. They were in the wrong, but uh happens from time to time. By the way, big man, while we have an opportunity, just shout out to Hank Aaron. Oh, Major shout out. Absolutely. Here. Passed away yesterday and like the way I look at it is you know, we're in the sports radio business and every now and then there will be some trolls who say some nasty stuff, right? Like I I got divorced and that was Obviously, very, very painful, and some Twitter troll just took like this swipe at me and said some stuff where I'm like, wow, that is just messed up. That's nothing, not even remotely close to what Hank Aaron had to deal with, with passing Babe Ruth and so many people out of their minds with the racism and just everything they put Hank Aaron through. To go through that the way he did with grace, I don't know how you do it, but he did. And so to be able to handle it the way he did, I unbelievable how he lived the, his the life. The crazy, crazy thing is when you look at situations like that and you can apply that to the first black anything in this country, right? Even today, you still – that. Sentiments, those sentiments, and with social media, those, right? Like when 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 Hank was going through that, they would send letters. They would write letters, right? Right. So and he kept all these letters of these hateful, just the, oh. the the worst things you can per- possibly say to a person. He kept all these letters. He wanted to be a constant reminder, right, of the struggle and the fight that he was enduring. It's instant now. Today, right? Today, it's instant. And it's still happening by the, it's it's millions now, right? Just think about that. How long ago was that, right? Seems like a long time, but it really wasn't that long ago. The 50s. And he said, well, we've come so far. But the amount of hate, Think about Kamala Harris, the, the first African-American or Asian African-American uh, vice president. Imagine what her Twitter looks like, her mentions. Remember when Barack was the first president, African-American president? What, like It was just all-out assault. So whenever you have the distinction, especially in this country, to be the first black whatever follows, so much hatred comes as if we're taking something away from someone else. Right? 
Yeah, and it's just a shame, man. It it goes without being said. But... It's like, what, what, why though? Like, why? Yeah. Well, that's my thing. Is listen, if someone, I, I'm a believer in this. What my heart breaks for is someone who didn't do something wrong, who's treated as if they did. Yes. <laughs> like that's what bothers me. Yeah. If listen, if you, I don't, you do something shady, right? You uh, you steal something. You, you, get what, uh, you cheat on your wife, whatever. And you people get what you call get. you out. You get yeah, what you get. You get what you get. But if it's just the color of your skin and you didn't do anything wrong, that is just beyond brutal. And the weight that Hank Aaron had from mm-hmm. all of that mistreatment, unbelievable, just the way that he handled it. And I hate that he went through it. I hate that there sadly still are a lot of people that go through that in many different walks of life. But um, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a disease, man. That type of anger and, and hatred is a disease. It is. Right, because it no it infects you. And if you feel that you have to voice your opinion about something to someone you don't know. Right. Right. That has no effect or bearing on your life whatsoever. If you feel the need that you must, like the guy who reached out to you about your, your divorce. Right. Yeah. Like you don't know him. He doesn't know you. But he felt he needed to tell you how much of a, a, a D-bag you were. Right. Right. And so... That was for whatever reason, but just think about just waking up black and just having to deal with it for for no for no reason. I know, other than, just like hey, I'm gonna have cereal medley, and uh, let me check my Twitter timeline. And what and in it's the like, world? Wait a minute. Yeah. Whatever. I don't even know. You know, people. <laughs> it's so funny because uh, when I do CNN stuff and I'm talking po- politics and things like that, and even sometimes on this show, people really lash out at me and they try to spark a response. But my whole method, my approach is. Why? Like, so if they call me a beep, 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 I'm like, well, why would you say that to me? I and I, that's what I hate. It's like, uh, you're, you're the, you're, I call you the big man, right? Yeah. But you are, you're, you're the bigger man for doing that. Absolutely, I don't. And you I, had that mentality as a player. It's a yep. crazy stuff to you, and you Absolutely. still have that mentality. You, you, I you, think you that, can't just stoop down. I, right. I don't, I, because you know what? Because I don't that, know who that, that person what sucks. is. I don't it's know the where they are. Person. Yeah, and and. and I won't allow them to steal the joy and the accomplishments that I've accomplished in my life. Yes. I don't care. But Charles Barkley once said this. I'll say this real fast. He is like, if they say crazy things, like fans at normal times, they say crazy things to players. He was like, you should be able to go in the stands and beat the hell out of them. And I agree with that. You should, but you can't. And the problem is, if you do that, like now you're the main focus. It's just like being a football player and someone starts something, you retaliate and you draw the penalty flag. You know, I hate that someone could say something crazy racist and if you respond, there's more focus on you. I I hate that, but just one of the many things that are crazy right now. All right, coming up next, the big man and I, we have been known to differ on topics from time to time. We will be a united front guaranteed on this next subject. We might even uh, duke it out with a member of the uh, the team here. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. <laughs> of course, we've got the AFC title game tomorrow. Chiefs host- hosting the Bills and... If we are to fix the NFL, right, if the rule book were changed, we might not even have the Chiefs tomorrow because <laughs> there was a fumble through the end zone by Browns receiver Rashard Higgins. 
And look, you got to know the rules and you got to know the penalties, as ridiculous as they are. So that's on Rashard Higgins, no doubt. But going forward, big man, the punishment has never, ever, ever approached fitting the crime of fumbling the ball through the end zone where the other team, not recovering the fumble, gets possession, and oh, by the way, they get field position on top of it. They're like, yeah, just start at your own 20-yard line. We don't want you backed up at your own goal line. Let's get you some field position too. When you didn't even recover the ball, it's insane. It needs to change immediately. I feel you on that. I agree with that. And, I, I, you know, the thing about that game, uh, talking Browns and and uh, Kansas City, they had an opportunity. It was yeah, there. I know it. It was there. So I don't want to hear about, yeah, that rule was messed up. Should have went the other way, but it didn't. Right. So I don't want to hear because you had the ball down by five with an opportunity to win the game. Yes. Right? Right. Make a stop on defense. Make right? a stop. Get the ball back. But it wasn't even make a stop. They had the ball. Remember, they got backed up, a couple minus plays, and then so now they were in a position to where it was mm-hmm. fourth and and like nine or so. Right? Yeah. Now you're in a situation where it's roughly five, six minutes left in the game. Yeah. You gotta Right, try to get the ball back, but Baker Mayfield and that offense had the ball with six minutes to go in the game and an right. opportunity to go down and win with no uh, Patrick Mahomes coming back yeah. in the game, and they blew it. Hey, man, I hear you on that, and there's the difference where this isn't like a boo-hoo fest about the Browns not being alive. It's really about looking at that rule in a big playoff game and saying, going forward, this needs to change. We got to do something about this. Yes, it makes no sense at all. If you fumble at the five-yard line out of bounds, guess what? You get the ball at the five. Why is it that it's just a few yards further downfield? I'd even take that you get the ball back at the line of scrimmage. I'd be fine with that. Right. Put it back at the twenty. Right, I, I I take that. I'll I'll take that and, over. And you can't go for a field goal. You have to go for the touchdown. Yeah, like listen. Well, what? Well, now you're just changing the game completely. Now we, you guys are changing the game. This now we're been now, here we're yeah. dealing, now we're dealing long with overdue. Over. It's long overdue. Lee Robert to lap the fourth. Now you got your little uh, carnival rules here. Like, oh, you got to go for a touchdown. And Mr. what else do you have? No, what else do you want to add? Your argument this? is that you want more highlights. Why don't you put a trampoline at the in between oh, wow. the five yard line and the goal line? <laughs> My argument is the punishment doesn't fit the crime. And also, if you're the NFL, why would you have a rule that discourages highlight real plays? Why would you have the penalty be so severe where it's like, don't extend that ball, don't end up on SportsCenter with this jaw-dropping play because we'll smack you over the head if you fumble through the end zone. It's bad. It's bad business for the NFL. All right, coming up next, we know players say nice things about their teammates, but this is crazy. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You know, big man, this would be a bit of a dream come true because our guy... Lee Robert Delap the Fourth, our trusted producer, he rides hard for this stupid rule when you fumble out of your opponent's end zone, the opponent automatically gets the ball. He loves it. If he could kiss that rule, he would. It would be so sweet if his beloved Packers, they've got a chance to win the game tomorrow, and there's a fumble out of the end zone, and they're Done. I would love to hear what he thinks about uh, the rule if that were the case. I'd still ride with it, Brian. No, you wouldn't. I'd live with it. That'd change your whole it would, life. It would be A.J. Dillon, of course, the rookie doing it. <laughs> no Devontae Adams making that mistake. We're a smart football team, Brian. We know the rules. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm. Sounds good. By the way, the oldest football team, you know, it's been there the whole time. We know what's up. What do you think the chances are, Ephraim, if that's the scenario, Lee's Packers lose because of that stupid rule that he's been defending do you think you would get a text message saying, I still believe in the rule? <laughs> yes. That, yeah. Think? Yeah, because people, what I've learned <laughs> on this earth, my 44 years on this earth, that even when people feel a certain way, they hate to admit that they're wrong. Mm. Period. In all aspects of life. So. I could see that with you too. No, I, I, I mean, I'll tell you this. I've been married for 14 years, so I'm pretty pretty regularly faced with being wrong. So just throw that out. Just you throw need to that have that card in your world. deck is what you're telling us. So the, you know, yeah, you're right. right. I was wrong. Yeah. Right? Like, I, 
I've said that more in the last 17 years than ever before. Just <laughs> FYI, just throw that out there. Sheesh. Even, thought- even, even, even when I, I, I don't feel I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm uh-huh. wrong. Yeah. Well, I didn't it- say it like that. Well, that's how I heard it. Okay, well, I, I guess that's what I meant then. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. I guess I, I, was, I was wrong. I, yeah. I apologize. So what would you like to eat, right? Like it just moves right, right. life on a so lot hungry? easier. That way. Yeah. How about this? I don't anticipate this player admitting he was wrong, but he's absolutely wrong. This is Packers wide receiver Devontae Adams. Now he's waxing poetic about his quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, which we get. He takes it too far, though. Check this out. It's basically turned into a, a quarterback stat um, too low. So, you know, if that's what it's going to be, then obviously we're going to put as much as we can in ourselves. We try to help him get there and uh, ultimately relieve him of the, you know, the, the Super Bowls being the thing that hinder him from being the because in my mind he's the GOAT regardless how many Super Bowls um, are won. But just for the, for the world, just to shut them up, I guess we can go out there and get one for him. Okay. <laughs> I get that. Well, you riding Devontae for your Adams. guy. You riding yeah, for your guy. he's riding for his guy. The guy who's but, changed his life dramatically. Fine. Get it. Yeah. But do you realize, if you put that to the side, how Tom Brady is light years beyond Aaron Rodgers in the GOAT conversation? Not even remotely close. Aaron Rodgers isn't in the vicinity of sniffing Tom Brady's jock in the GOAT breakdown. Six rings, one ring, okay? And this idea of like, hey, we just need to win one so we shut up all of these naysayers. It's like, you got to have more that you bring to the table if you're expecting to win the GOAT conversation. That's just the way it is. Yeah, you, just one isn't going to change that conversation at all. You got to win this year, next year. <laughs> Take a break, win the next year. (laughs) And then people are going to be like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is catching up now. You. Right. Right? Like being the greatest thrower of the football ever, according to some, that's not going to put you in the GOAT conversation. Yeah. Hey, look at Drew Brees. Right? I I would take Peyton Manning over any day. Over Aaron Rodgers any day. I just would. He's in that similar territory yeah. where he has been unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers has been phenomenal in the regular season. But you look at the postseason, the dude is one in three in NFC championship games. That has to change. It has to. Or he's going to be more defined by the letdowns and the setbacks in the postseason than the wins. That's just how it goes, man. When you're in the same, like, here's the thing if it's a beauty pageant, one contestant might be really pretty. If she's going up against the gold standard of pretty, it's like, wow, man, like you're not as pretty anymore. Like that's the way it works with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if he's a model, he's really good looking. But when you're compared to Tom Brady, no, man, come on. One in three in conference championship games compared to Brady being nine and four, six rings compared to one ring. Aaron Rodgers isn't even remotely close to Tom Brady in that discussion. No, no. The only guy that is is Joe Montana. That's it. That's the only one who's close. And, and as Mahomes builds his resume, but as of right now, no, no. It's a it's no contest right now. Now we get this, Ephraim. What does Lee think? What do you think, Lee? 
Oh, all right. Let's hear what Lee thinks. Because I mean, we're, we're talking about his team, right? So let's let's get let's see what he thinks. Uh huh. Well, it would take more than this year, but if he did beat Brady and Patrick Mahomes in this year, that would be big. And then another year with uh, <laughs> Pat, uh, Matt Lafleur, get a repeat in there. Uh-huh. Then we start inching closer. Now, now we're talking. And then get another one down the line, and now, now it's toe to toe. So we're four looking total. at a minimum of three rings from here on out to get him in the correct. Get him in the door of to, the club. Correct. Right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think that's crazy Packers logic. Makes sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, look at that—a logical fan. I am very logical, <laughs> except for that rule. Exactly. Best rule in sports. Ah, worst. Easy. How about this? Aaron Rodgers with Matthew Stafford expected to not return to Detroit. It's a a mutual parting of ways, big man, where Matthew Stafford said to Detroit, yeah, I'd kind of like to be elsewhere. And Detroit's like, yeah, okay, cool. And they're going to look to move him. So he's going to be moved. We go back in the hot tub time machine just slightly. Aaron Rodgers, he was a guest on the Pat McAfee show. Listen to what he had to say about Matthew Stafford. This is very interesting. A guy who, who probably doesn't get anywhere near the credit. We're doing like that all the time. Uh, he wears number nine and plays in Detroit. It, that dude, what he does with the ball, it's impressive. It's really, really impressive. And that dude is throwing crazy no-lookers all the time. Like, uh, and he can throw from any arm angle. I think that carries a lot of weight, right? That isn't a teammate like Devontae Adams. So I still think that Aaron Rodgers is the GOAT, even though he has nowhere near the credentials of Tom Brady. Like, that's Aaron Rodgers talking about another quarterback in the same division in Matthew Stafford. In the and same when, era, right? Yeah, yeah, same era. And Rodgers is going to win his third MVP. He knows quarterbacks, obviously. For him to wax poetic about Stafford like that, that carries a lot of weight, man. Yeah, it does. Uh, it, it, look, Matt, he's telling the truth, though. The, this isn't, right? No one's making that up. I don't know if anyone's questioning Matthew's abilities because he, he's, he's got it. You know, he's got it. Some do, man. Some are like, hey, show me the playoff wins. He doesn't have one single playoff win. And I think that has a lot more to do with the roster than it does Matthew Stafford. I'm not saying he's blameless, but if you're pointing fingers, you got to point them elsewhere first than at Stafford. But you know the drill, man. We always look at the quarterbacks first, even though it's unreasonable a lot of times. Yeah, I, I mean, look, everything lives and dies with the quarterback. We know that. That's why the Deshaun Watson conversation is so intriguing. Like, what would you do to get that caliber of, of quarterback? Right. Like, what would you do? What wouldn't you do? Exactly. You're just like, yeah, I'll trade my draft. I'll trade the next five drafts for Deshaun Watson, practically. Of course. <laughs> what? You can't trade five drafts. Not five drafts. You don't need five drafts. You can give up three first-round draft picks for a, a surefire hit, couldn't you? I'm just asking, what is the price where you say, now that's just ridiculous. That's way too much. Um, man. <laughs> All of the draft picks from here until 2030, 
I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. You are drunk on Deshaun Watson over here. I, I, My goodness. Look at the situation he was just in, right? Like Jared pointed this out on Twitter. I'll give him credit. He wrote in, talking about you. He just made your point, no. Houston had to had no help for Watson. Now he wants to trade away any help they can get in New York and bring Watson in for more sub-500 seasons. Like, yeah, like, look at the situation he just left in Houston. They have a lot of problems with that roster. And if you're trading a boatload of picks with, let's just say, the New York Jets, well, that's all, all of that stuff you can't use to build around Deshaun Watson, and he's in a very similar position. Look, man, I, what, I, what I'm telling you is the Jets haven't had a quarterback since the fur coat. Mm-hmm. One wants to actually come there who we know can play. He, we, we know he can get down. You won't want to take him? Explain to me how. In a quarterback's league, how is that even a thing? Where is the conversation? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, it just depends on what the price tag is. Oh, That's and my by whole the, thing. Like, and by the way, he's what, 26? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're not talking about a 32-year-old. 34-year-old. Okay, let's take it like this. If, um, I, I don't know, you make a, let's say you make $80,000 a year, right? And you're looking for a car. If you're like, you know, I, I could go for a Nissan Altima. Good car, not going to break me. If that Nissan Altima costs $150,000 and you're like, whoa, that's just too much. You could be like, I, I like the car. I like it a lot. It's just too expensive, Right, like that's the thing. Depending on what the price so tag Deshaun is for Watson Deshaun, is a Nissan Altima. No, he's better than that. He would be a high-end sports car. That's that wasn't the exact comparison. Oh, okay, with so you can't use a comparison that doesn't stack up. Now, okay, well let's use it. Okay, let's put him as as a Porsche. Okay, that's a high-end sports car, right? Uh, uh, if that high-end sports car is going for a million dollars, you're like, you're Altima. drunk. That is too much. That's too much cash for a high-end sports car. Yes. If is it a two of two, a one of one? Like, what are we talking about here? You right. Are, you have to. You I've been there. The exact I've, I, sports I, car. I, for yeah, because Deshaun I've Watson. had a one of four, so I know what that price tag is. Okay. Put okay. Give me the price tag of a one of four car. <laughs> Just tell me. <laughs> Ballpark it. <laughs> okay. Now, what class are we talking? You're making this too complicated. I'm not because they're so you obviously aren't a car guy. So it's not you, that it, important. It is like, because <laughs> there's a four four that costs three million dollars. Okay, great. Dollars. So let's take that. Let's take that. Right, three million dollars. So instead of it being three million, all of a sudden it's five point five million, and it's just like whoa, that's that's ridiculous. That's too high of a price tag What's for then, that car. That, it depends on who's buying it. Because I'm watching, I'm watching Fight Island, and and one of those guys over there in Fight Island who built that arena, that's nothing. That's a drop in the bucket. Okay, we're a, talking about to someone get a where, one of four, right? But it isn't a drop in the bucket. We all know how important draft picks are, especially first round picks for yeah. a team like the Jets. You're more, when they're trying to restock the you're shelves. You're more likely to miss on a quarterback 
than any other position in okay, the draft. Okay, fine. But you can't argue that first-round picks are not valuable. They are just valuable. Say, yeah, screw but it. Like just I throw said, them out. Who cares? You're more, they're more first-round quarterback bust than any other position. Okay? So with that knowledge and the knowledge of a proven commodity – where is the cut? Where what is it? What is the the argument? That's all I'm saying. I, I, I'm just asking when the price gets so high, you say that's just like absurd. I said. That's if they too say, much, and it doesn't seem like that exists in that's your not world. True. Like if they came out and said, "Look, we want five first round draft picks. We want this one this year. Uh-huh. We want for the next four years. We want all you know first round draft picks plus uh, you know whatever, whatever, right, right." Plus uh, Sam Darnold. Okay. Then you're like, oh, well, I don't know. But if you like, hey, look, we'll give you, we'll give you our first this year, the second pick in the draft. We'll give you Sam Darnold, and we'll give you our our what uh, twenty two and twenty three first. Yes, take it. Gone. Bye. Okay. Hello. Right. Hey, listen. This is I'm what we're just talking asking about. You wh- and you answered it. You're like five first rounders too much. That's all I'm going for because it didn't sound like there was an offer where you'd be like, no, that's just too rich. I can't do it for that. All right, look, man. You I thought Bill O'Brien was lighting draft picks on got, fire. I haven't seen anything before. You got from Salam, the GM. Goodness. I'm thinking about the longevity of the team. And do you want to go into the war room in the offseason asking yourself the same question that you've been asking for 30 years? No. What are I'm we going you. to do about the quarterback <laughs> position? We're, we're actually, we thought believe it, was it or Sam not, Darnold, but it obviously though- is not. No, really. Even though we've raised our voices, that we're not we're, we're, as far apart right, as it right. sounds. Right. It's we just really theatrics. Aren't. It's just theatrics. You know. <laughs> I don't want to ask that question. You have to have your franchise quarterback. I'm just saying, you've got to get that guy for as reasonable of a price as possible. That's all. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I know he's incredibly talented, and you would want to try to get him, even if the price tag is very high, which it would be. But there is such a thing as too high of a price tag. Because you're just going to be Texans East if you're just putting all those first-rounders on the table, you know? Put them up there. All right, coming up next. Two players that are in a good spot thanks to desperation. I want to remind you, we are broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch and you could save an average of $470 on auto insurance. That's a lot of money for a quick phone call. Don't you think average nationwide annual savings? Survey data, July to December 2020. We are farmers. All right, coming up next, desperation helping out two players. We'll explain. I'm Brian Noisy from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. I'll tell you what, big man, Brooklyn Nets about to close this thing on out against Miami. Barely. Yeah, they're up by six in the final minute. I was just on a group chat with my with my guys, uh, big, big, big NBA fans, and um, I was just saying, like, if Brooklyn has to work this hard every game to win, they're in trouble. Yeah. They gave up a ton of points in the paint against the Cavs. Against the Cavs. Remember when Kyrie Irving and, and Kevin Durant said that they're all the coach? Oh, yeah. That's, right? Yeah. That St- Steve Nash. I can coach one <laughs> night, maybe KD the next night, you right? know? But the yeah. thing is, they were serious. <laughs> they were dead serious. And it shows. <laughs> right? So yeah. if you don't respect your head coach... And you think, as a professional athlete, you're going to coach too? How would you ever listen to that coach? Well, and that's the other thing is, how are you going to buy in if Steve Nash is just imploring them, we need defense, we got to play some defense. If you've got this mentality of, you know, I could be the head coach. Are you really listening to what Steve Nash is telling you? No, no, you're not. So for when they said that, I was like, oh, they're in trouble. I mean, yeah, it's offensively, fr- no problems offensively, but man, defensively. They can't stop anybody. You know what they're like? They're like an NFL defense that has no front seven. Just not because they're allowing points in the paint at an alarming rate. Like they just don't, they can't stop the run. You can run on them all day, like get these high percentage 
runs or high percentage points. That's what they are. They're like an NFL team that has no front seven. Yeah, it's uh, I you know what, man? They like I said, they have a lot of work to do. Man, they're interesting though. They are. I mean, it's fun to watch. Yeah, a lot of fun. offense, a lot of offense, and with with no real direction, no real coaching. The, when, when when you get down to the playoffs, you're not gonna just be able to go out there and out, outscore everybody because the game's gonna it. shrink. I know it. That's this is sort of like uh, Steve Nash is basically a younger Dan Tony. Well, <laughs> duh, right? Yeah, right Why exactly. didn't the Suns with those type of teams that they had that Steve yeah. that Steve Nash led? Why didn't they? Dominating the playoffs. Yeah, a lot of it traces back because to a lack of they defense. They didn't play any defense. Yeah. So yeah, all the pick and rolls, scoring, anybody can score. KD, everybody can come down and shoot. All it takes is one off game. Yeah, we've seen the, the Houston thing. Rockets do it for the last five years. Yeah, it was the seven seven seconds or less philosophy. We've seen it like yeah. the last five years. If Ooh. you can't. Stop someone when you need to stop? What's the point? Because you're not going to be on fire shooting every night. Right. I hold my breath every time. Like Kevin Durant. Yeah, he just barely, limped off. Yeah, yeah. Just barely rolled his ankle. I was like, Eesh. it's hard to see live. And he's just limping around just a little bit. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. He is at the top of the list. He's at the top of my oh, no list. If he just starts walking some minor injury off, I'm like, what happened? Is he okay? He's all right. He's totally fine. By the way, shout out Steph Curry tying Reggie Miller second most three pointers in the history of the NBA. You think oh, about that, Lord, big man. Wait a minute. Okay, Miami. Okay, you must be like uh, I'm behind. Know. Are you ahead or are you behind? I don't know. KD is missing the second of two free throws. So it's one twenty to one twenty one right now. Oh yeah, you're you're way behind. Oh, what is it? For oh you? no, I'm behind. Yeah, okay, Robinson just nailed a three. Yeah. Okay, I'm way behind. And I should have been an and one. <laughs> should have been an and one right there. By the way, while we're watching this Nets game unfold, think about that with Steph. How many more years does Steph Curry have left in the NBA? He seems to have a handful of them, right? Yeah. He's not slowing down, and he just tied Reggie Miller for the second most NBA threes ever. And next up is Ray Allen. and th- That's just insane with however much time Steph has left. And it seems to be multiple years that he's still playing at an elite level. Yeah, he's still an elite player. Right. So to have that much time still left and now tying the great Reggie Miller. Obviously one of the greatest shooters ever. ever. Yeah. And he just tied him. That's insane to me. And I know the game has changed. We get all of that, but still. Just a filthy shooter. We all know that about Steph. Oh, yeah. he almost hit that. He got fouled. Oh, my God. He got fouled on the three. Good. Look at you. Look, Look at how that. the tables have turned. We were watching the uh, NFL playoffs last week and the Ravens-Bills game. My feed was slightly ahead of yours. And all you did, you gave me a bunch of guff. You gave me guff, big man, about don't ruin it. Don't. What are you doing? Why are you telling me? And look at what's happened one week later. Why would you do that, Kyrie? Why would you do that? Who cares if he made it? (laughs) 
You stopped the clock and sent him to the free throw line for three free throws. So goofy. He's so goofy. Yeah. I needed a break. What are you? Man. <laughs> Kyrie is, a, he's, he's frustrating. Yeah, he will be you traded know? by he, the trade he, deadline. Kyrie just lives in his own world. I don't think Kyrie's a stupid guy. I think he just lives in his own you world. You know who else lives in our world and who's not stupid? I, I've got a guess. Our very own Stephen hyphen DeSager <laughs> Lewis. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. By the way, Steph Curry is now alone at number two in all-time three-pointers passed made him. in the See, regular season. He's probably like seven ahead of him by now, Steve. you got to update that. Yeah, it's a, lo- it's a late feed you got there. No, yep. it's uh, he's one ahead of Reggie Miller. In fact, the three-point rule didn't come in until about 1980. Ray Allen's number one. Steph Curry, number two, just ahead of Reggie Miller. Kyle Korver is fourth on the list, and James Harden is fifth on the list, just for the record. For the actual Warriors game at Utah, Golden State was down 14-0 after about two minutes. They were down at the half 77-47. And yes, Curry has 18 points, seven assists. Uh, But Golden State is trailing at Utah 87-58 in the third quarter. Goodness. And to update the game at Brooklyn, seven seconds to go. The Nets are at the line leading by three, 126 to 123. Kyrie Irving with 28 points and seven assists. Kevin Durant, 31 points. James Harden, 11 assists and six turnovers, by the way. Three seconds left. He missed a free throw. Brooklyn up by three. Oh, my God. So we do have our first. They final. better foul. They better foul here, Steve. They by did. the way, this what screwed them over they against the Cavs. They did. They did good. They, they should have done that against. Bam should have dribbled the ball and shot. He tripping right there. It was intentional foul by Harden. So one yeah. dribble. He should have went up in the air with that one. So yeah, the Nets uh, up three as the opponent goes to the line. There was a comeback win for Philadelphia at Detroit, one fourteen to one ten. Joel Embiid, thirty three points, fourteen rebounds. So the Pistons now three and thirteen on the season. And at Minnesota, the Timberwolves, three and eleven, have just picked up a win. Make it four and eleven. They got a win over the Pelicans, one twenty to 110. Come on, Stan Van. Goodness. How about the Lakers tonight? You know, they're in Chicago and Chicago native Anthony Davis was not too bad in the first half. 10 of 12 shooting from the floor. 26 points. It's now early third quarter. Lakers 67-37 over the Bulls. Update from Brooklyn. Miami hits a free throw. Three seconds left. It's still a two-point Nets lead as they get ready to inbound. Rockets are leading mid-third quarter. 74-71 at Dallas. DeMarcus Cousins first half had 17 points and 15 rebounds. Mm. And it's the Suns mid-third quarter leading 69-61 over the Nuggets. Did you see last night in the Phoenix game that Chris Paul in the first half had 14 14 assists and no turnovers and wound up with 15 assists and I believe four turnovers in the game and they blew the lead and did lose. Harden at the line up by two, 2.7 seconds to go. Quarterback Matthew Stafford will move on from the Lions. NFL Network says the team has agreed to Stafford's trade request. Detroit's new offensive coordinator is Anthony Lynn, the former L.A. Charger head coach. Reminder, Tampa Bay at Green Bay is tomorrow for the NFC Championship on Fox TV, 3 p.m. Eastern time, the late game Buffalo at Kansas City. And in college basketball, Oklahoma beat number nine Kansas 75 to 68 tonight 13th ranked Virginia came from behind for a win over Georgia Tech 64 62 and 19th ranked Missouri has won at number six Tennessee 73 
to 64. Ohio State won at Wisconsin. Creighton beat Connecticut. Syracuse upset number 16, Virginia Tech. Maryland won at number 17, Minnesota. And Florida State crushed number 20, Clemson. Update, free throw good. Brooklyn up by four now in their game. And still, as we inch toward the finish, 2.7 seconds left. Nets leading 128-124 against the Miami Heat. And how about this item from Big Ten country? All University of Michigan athletics will be paused for two weeks starting tomorrow. After an order from the state health department, Michigan Daily getting that news. It halts all athletic activity, including practice. It's limited exclusively to UM athletics after a recent influx of positive virus cases within their teams. But there were five confirmed cases of the new COVID variant there, with 15 more presumed positives throughout the Michigan Athletic Department. In fact, the story said the novel strain was first introduced to that campus at the beginning of the semester by a UM athlete from the United Kingdom. So now all members of the Michigan Athletic Department are expected to quarantine for 14 days. Men's basketball just played last night at Purdue. Now no team in the Athletic Department is going to be playing for the next couple of weeks. And while no coaches or staff tested positive last week, according to their release this past week, 22 Michigan student-athletes tested positive for COVID-19. And keep in mind, there's no game tomorrow because Nebraska is involved. No Nebraska at Iowa game that was postponed because Nebraska had to pause team activities a couple weeks ago. Crazy. Twelve people tested positive for COVID there, including the head coach Fred Hoiberg. Back to you, man. What? Hope they'll be safe. That's wild. <laughs> That's the What's one thing with all on? this playing amid a pandemic. Like you, the you, worst of the worst hasn't happened, right? We haven't had some crazy instance of. A death, you know what I mean, like a college player. It's NBA over. If, if that happens, like that. it's over. Man, it's over. I mean, like it's, obviously, it's, fingers it's, crossed it's, that. It's, God, I hope, please don't let that happen. Right. I For just, sure. I, you know, people just still don't get it, man. So it's gonna be what it's gonna be. I, you know, I stop in. I, uh, you know, do my app for my Starbucks. Give me a little jolt as I before I do the show, so I can just run in and pick it up with my mask and my gloves and my face shield. And I go in to pick up my mobile order, and it's a girl in there with a sweatshirt on, and her her hand over her mouth. <laughs> I'm. Does that count? I'm like, <laughs> how? No. What world have you been living in, <laughs> to quite. where you think you can put your dirty sweatshirt over your mouth? Who? And it count as a mask. In a in in inside of a uh, uh, the dude at Starbucks was like, hey, hey, you you can't be in here like this. You wouldn't get away with that on Amtrak in the future. Let's just put it that way. And and he reached down underneath the thing, gave her a mask, and like, yo, look, where where are your mask at? Like, what are you doing? How do you leave the house today, in 2021, in L.A. County, without a mask? I, I hear you, and the way you look at her is the way I look at teams that don't foul when they're up by three points in the final five seconds. <laughs> Same thing. It is a final for the Nets, by the way, 128. Yeah. They, you see how that works? They you're up by three. Foul, foul them. Bam out of bio. Oh, what do you foul. know? He, he missed a <laughs> shot. That yep. helps even more. And you win with ease. Why on earth would you be like, hey, we're up three. We're just going to let him take five a shot seconds at it. Left. We'll take Let's get a hand it. in Colin Sexton's face and – well, what they, they can hit shots with hands in their face. It's been it's been done before. In the what NBA. they did prior to that was they, uh, Kyrie Irving, filed um, 
Uh, what you call it? As he oh, was taking yeah, the three. Like, Robinson. Like, that what? was a bad play. Don't do that. That was a bad play. Right. But when you're up three in the final five seconds, foul. Immediately. Foul every time. It's way harder to tie a score if you get two free throws. I mean, really, which is tougher in the NBA? Hitting a three with a hand in your face or getting fouled, making the first free throw, intentionally missing the second one, getting an offensive rebound, getting a put back, tying the score. It's I don't know why teams are just like, well, maybe I'll miss the three and we can go home. It's so stupid. It drives me crazy. Yeah. I, I, look, and that's a coaching philosophy, right? Yeah, that's it a, is. It got talked philosophy. about with Phil yeah. Jackson in his day. Absolutely it is. Totally. Hey, we're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call 1-88-FARMERS to switch and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance we need like nine more hours Ephraim we've got a lot of stuff to get <laughs> yeah, to we do. huh we got championship Sunday tomorrow so we'll uh we'll compare notes on that and also there are two players that are absolutely benefiting from their circumstances of team desperation we'll explain I'm Brian though he's Ephraim Salam this is Fox Sports Radio I'm Brian though he's Ephraim Salam <laughs> There's no smut on his rep. That's right. We're broadcasting live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. No smut on Arnie Spaniers rep. No smut on the rep of Aaron Torres either. They'll be at the top of the hour. Keep it locked here on FSR. Okay, we're going rapid fire here. You from Salam. I hope you have your track shoes on for the end. I'm ready to run. I've got 19 things to get to, right? So we'll just, we'll just bob and weave over here. How about this real fast? And we will eventually get to Championship Sunday. If you look at Baker Mayfield and also Dak Prescott, they are in great positions to get paid handsomely. I think because of desperation. Cowboys trying to get back to a Super Bowl. Haven't been there since the mid-90s. You look at the... Cleveland Browns, you know, that jersey with all the names of all the failed quarterbacks beforehand. I think Baker Mayfield and Dak get paid handsomely, even though they're just good. They're not great. They're going to get paid great money. That's a tough spot for a team to be in, right? Where the alternative is, if you're Cleveland, you don't want to go back to life without a competent quarterback. So you're going to overextend yourself and pay Baker through the nose. And you're going to be screwed that way, too, in my opinion. Well, they, they got some time, though. They don't have to do it right now. That's right. So they can make him prove it for one more year. Yeah. But that's, you're eventually going to have to back yeah, up yeah, the Brinks yeah, truck. Yeah, but if he backs it up next year with the, with the heck of a year and they get further into the playoffs, then okay, then you you do you you make that investment. Yeah. I he's like uh he's a younger Dak. He's a quarterback who's good. Dak is better. Don't get me wrong. Dak is better than Baker. Yeah, uh yeah. Yeah. But Paying Dak elite money, he, he's not an elite quarterback. Paying Baker elite money, that's like a football sin right there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way the Patriots be caught dead paying Baker Mayfield elite money. Now, how about this? We found Lee Robert DeLap the Fourth's burner account. Got a tweet here. We were talking about how ridiculous the punishment is for fumbling the ball out of your opponent's end zone. This traces back to last week's game between the Browns and the Chiefs, right? So Jeremy checks in, sounding very much like Lee, and writes, the entire objective of the game is for you to get the ball into my end zone. 
The end zone is not out of bounds. It's my end zone. If you lose your ball in my house, I'm not giving it back. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good way to put that. <laughs> that does sound like me. That's, it that's sounds exactly like me. Burner. This is burner account. <laughs> but it still is out of bounds. Like that's the thing. Like, out of I bounds is like no this. man land. End zone it, is not no man's land. It'd be like this. Is the best way I could put it. Okay. If you get caught speeding, let's say you're going, I don't know, uh, 75 and a 55, okay? You should, get, you should get a penalty, right? You should get a punishment. The cops catch you, you get a ticket. The, the end zone rule, like it would be like you getting pulled over going 75 and a 55 and the ticket costs $8,000, right? Like that's insane. The punishment is way too heavy, too heavy handed where you lose the ball automatically and the other team who didn't even recover it gets field position on top of it. It's insane. I'll accept getting the ball back where you fumbled it from. All right. What, the defense without recovering it, they get the ball there? Correct. So if no. you fumbled it at the nope. two-yard line, the ball went out of my end zone. I get the ball back because it's in my house, but I don't get the 20 nope. yards. I just get it back where you fumbled it from. Nope. Small improvement. Brian doesn't know no how to make concessions. Do you nope. say no deal on that, Ephraim? You shouldn't lose possession of the ball. I don't should think not. you should lose possession. I don't. Would you change the rule? I mean, if you fumble out of your own end zone, it's a safety, and you got to punt it back to the other team. So do you have to change that rule if you change nah. this rule? Nope. I'd leave it as is. So what? What not there something sacred about there being an end zone versus just nah. out of bounds in no man's land? Nope. Sacred. Sanctum. <laughs> Sanctum. You need to recover the ball to get possession. I think if you fumble... Out of bounds anywhere, you lose possession. How about that? That's insane. You're getting crazier here. We're not making improvements. We're getting worse. And this is a good transition here, Ephraim, because, you know, now that Lee is getting lippy about this insane rule, I would like to, good timing, to bid farewell to the Green Bay Packers. Mm. That's right. The overrated Packers will be losing tomorrow. Huh? A little foreshadowing. Yep. Aaron Rodgers falls to one in four I think we go in a conference championship game. It was a nice run. Again, another good run in the regular season. Falls short in the playoffs as Tom Brady and Tampa head to the Super Bowl. What do you think about that, big man? Um, Relax. I'm, I'm not ready to write them off yet. No? I, I, I really I, No, because, look, I talked about it uh, last week. If Tampa Bay can't stop them from doing everything, then they're in trouble. Right, they got to take away the run. They got to take away Aaron Rodgers. They got to take away something. Mm-hmm. If they can't do that, they they can't win this game. What are you most bullish about happening tomorrow? In either game, uh, I just want to see how healthy uh, that Patrick Mahomes is, and I want to see if uh, Josh Allen can take a tremendous step in his in his mm-hmm. short career. By the way, with the NFC game being the first one, doesn't that seem like the headliner? It seems like the AFC game is more of the warm-up band. Well, is it not? This is kind of like the out with the old in with the new, right? We got the new, the new young guns leading the show. You like the order? If you were ordering the games, yeah, right, I take it. Which would I want to get that over with. You want right? to get the NFC one out? Yeah, yeah. Let's get it over with. All right. No prediction-wise, what are you most bullish about happening tomorrow? I think uh, 
I, you know, my original picks were Kansas City, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. And barring a catastrophe, I don't see that changing. Okay. I would just like to say that the uh, overrated Packers, that would be what I'm most bullish about. Their season ends in hopefully heartbreaking fashion just because of Lee and his ridiculous stance about fumbles out of the end zone. Relax. I think it would be awesome if that's the way they lost. You got some coin yeah. on the game? I haven't been betting hardly at all. I Look bet on you. one football game Look this entire you. season. Responsible. Yeah. Responsible. And my stress level has gone down quite a bit. I'm a maniac when I bet. I really am. I'm so into the game. I think I've saved a good five years off my life by only gambling on one NFL game this that, year. That'll do it. And that was the game where I had a friend of mine was in Vegas at the time. So I wired him some cash. That was when Seattle beat the Patriots in week two. Remember when Cam mm-hmm. had the one great game of the entire season? Yeah. It came down to that goal line stand at the end. Yeah, so that was... uh. A little dramatic there for me, but it worked out. Worked out. But that was it. One bet. Self-control. Oh, you know what? Actually, speaking of betting and bet payoffs. Oh, man. I no feel- candy bars arrived this week, I big man. It. I got to double it then. Yeah. So By how many next we- Wednesday, if you don't have them, triple it. I, I'm not going to be able to put away these Kit Kats and Butterfingers. Send me my candy bars, big man. Good Lord. Triple it. Quadruple it next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.